0: I'm no Betty or Veronica, not even Jughead Don't you call me a Reggie, I'd rather be caught dead Just two friends who don't know who they want to be Let's see them figure it out on Archie and me Hey, Josh here. Before we jump into this episode, I just wanted to say that we will have some discussion, some adult discussion about Santa Claus. So if you have any kids around, maybe it's not, this episode's not for them. Welcome to Archie and me and Archie Comics Podcast. I'm Josh. And I'm Brandon. And today we're talking about the 2023 Archie Christmas Spectacular. Woo! I'm spectaculared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is my spectacular look face.
1: Well, you're wearing a spectacular shirt.
0: Oh, thank you. So.
1: <laughs> this uh, one shot, you know, we, they, Archie does them every year. And uh, they also do a Halloween spectacular that we talk about, too. So I'm I'm, liking, I'm, I'm digging the spectacular name. Right? I'm about it. So this uh, one shot that just came out this week uh, features the brand new story, Archie and the Gang in Christmas Chaos, by Tom DeFalco, Holly G, Jim Amash, Glenn Whitmore, and Jack Morelli. And there's also four reprinted stories in this issue. Archie and Adventures in Christmas Babysitting by Francis Bonnet, Bill Galvin, Jim Amash, Glenn Whitmore, and Jack Morelli. Betty and Veronica in All Wrapped Up by Dan Parent, Bob Smith, Glenn Whitmore, and Jack Morelli. Archie and Christmas Spirit Spat by Bill Gallagher, Bill Amash, Glenn Whitmore, and Jack Morelli. And finally, we've got Betty and Veronica in Merry Jinxmas, which is by Dan Parent, Jim Amash, Glenn Whitmore, and Jack Morelli. Lots of uh, Glenn Whitmore, Jack Morelli, Bill Hamash, Bob Smith representation in this issue.
0: Oh, yeah. They're, they're in the Lord's work. <laughs> Before we get too deep into the story, we're going to say thank you to Archie Comics for the review copy. And there'll be some minor spoilers, but this just came out, so we'll give you time to pick it up so you can have yourself a nice little Christmas treat. We love Christmas treats. I'll treat myself every day. <laughs> I'm like, you woke up, got out of bed, Treat.
1: Treat. <laughs> This is our second Christmas special episode of the year so far. Uh, I love these Christmas episodes. Doing them with you is great. We get in the spirit. Oh, we're dressed to the nines. (laughs) We're actually recording next
0: to a Christmas tree right now. We're actually dressed to the 12s because of the 12 days of Christmas. Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which, by the way, folks, starts on Christmas Day. So it's not the 12 days before Christmas. Common misconception. The first story is Archie and the
0: Gang in Christmas Chaos, and this is that new story you're talking about with Tom DeFalco and Holly G on pencils. And I just want to jump in and say I love the first. The first panel is amazing. We get the <laughs> nice giant Christmas tree in the gymnasium, and I w- wanted to mention Jughead is walking with a pie. He's got a big. <laughs> his eyes are closed. Classic, he's, he's got a big smile. And what kind of pie do you think that is, Brandon? I mean, I hope it's cherry because that's my favorite cherry cherry what what's wrong with cherry i don't know i just i never heard someone say that's their favorite kind of pie is yours
1: apple like a loser you know no <laughs> what what is it pumpkin sure i like pumpkin pie okay this one's got like that crust top you don't usually see those on pumpkin pies though.
0: okay you're right you're so. right well we'll ask holly <laughs> next time she's on we'll say what kind of pie
1: was that yeah. <laughs> what's holly's hit cannon for the pie <laughs> she's so great at those establishing shots yeah yeah and her stories because I was also going to say, there's, an, a, there's kind
0: of like an establishing shot, uh, another establishing shot on the first page, because we get the return of the Igor Estate, which popped up around Halloween.
1: I love a good uh, creepy-looking building with fog
0: <laughs> at night, and of course we've got the classic black cat.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah, and there's bats too, in case he didn't, you know, fully get it.
0: I love it. It's just like it gives you that feel, you know, (laughs) that creepy feel. So uh, the basic premise of this one is the gang is waiting on Jingles and Sugar Plum to to show up, and they've been transported to the Igor Estate and run into Grumpus,
1: (laughs) which is such a great design. I love it. Uh, You know, we've been doing this podcast now for about, um, oh, gosh, what is it? Almost 15 months or so. And I feel like we picked a really good year to start talking, Archie, because one thing that I think that this year uh, you can describe as is the year of new characters. There's so many one-shots introducing these great new characters. We had, I thought, the summer, and then we got some new ones over uh, last Halloween. And this one, we get three new characters in one story, right? Is the, uh, we've got the Sour Plum and Jangles, which are brand new characters. And is Grumpus brand new? I think Grumpus, yeah. I think that's a Holly G design. So uh I I love <laughs> I love all these new characters. They're so fun. And uh, of course Grumpus is you know, play on Krampus, right? Oh yeah, but he's more grumpy. <laughs> he's more grumpy. Krampus is just crampy. <laughs> and and in the story he has captured jingles and sugar plum, which we have we have known for a while. Jingles and sugar plum are an Archie institution. And I just have to say I love uh, um this
0: Krampus, the first shot of because we don't get the full details. We get just kind of like a shadowed with the yellow eyes poking out. It's so good. Crumpus sends jangles and sour plums just to cause like some mischief, but this is some serious stuff that could happen. He sets a Christmas tree on fire. They do. <laughs> right, yeah. That's a big fire. <laughs> they both do. And you know, luckily the fire sprinklers have been checked recently and they work.
1: <laughs> I love that uh, can we talk about a uh, little we talk about the character design for Grumpus. Can we talk a little bit about the character design for these two characters? Because they're basically elves, but they have, like, devil's tails. Yes, I love it. It's, this is, like, right up Holly G's alley. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, the, in the back of the issue, um, you know, we have a great little editorial write-up. And they talk about how they wanted them to be kind of evil versions of Sugar Plum and Jingles. Yeah, yeah. Um the so, mark. So they're definitely combining that kind of devil meets elf look. <laughs> Which is very fun. And and like you said, Holly, I think, was the perfect artist to bring these characters alive.
0: And we won't talk about how things resolve, but I do love the last panel where we get Archie and the gang and we get Dilton and Randolph in there. And Jughead, of course, is eaten a burger. And hot dog, is hot dog in the front is one little eye covered. So cute. I want a Holly G hot dog commission.
1: Do it. For Christmas, treat yourself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm just i like, sorry, no one else can have presents because I just bought myself everything I ever wanted.
1: (laughs) But then next year, there'll just be new stuff you want. Oh, yeah. I know. It's like Sisyphus, only with spoiling ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) This next story is uh, Archie and Adventures in Christmas Babysitting. And I love it because in the story, we get not just Jellybean, but we also get Supid and Leroy. Leroy Lodge, Veronica's (laughs) cousin. Who is automatically, like,
0: if you look at this first, being a teacher, I feel like, you know, I make assumptions, sure, about kids. But I'm willing to, you know, give them a chance. But Leroy, just the look on his face is, I'm looking for something
1: to get into. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's he's thinking some mischief. And, then, of course, Souphead's eyes are closed while he walks. Yeah, they kind of have this mir- uh,
0: mirrored kind of uh, walk to them because uh, Jughead's right behind him. And Jellybean, eyes wide open. <laughs> I have to say, I really did like the uh, Bill Galvin pencils on this. The premise of the story is that Jughead, Veronica, Betty, and Archie take these kids to go to the mall. (laughs) And then immediately are like, we want to do different things. Because the girls want to go shopping, and the guys are like, we'll want to do anything else, basically. Yep. They're like, let's get snacks.
1: (laughs) And of course, they get stuck babysitting.
0: They they volunteer. They're like, sure, we're happy to watch the boys. (laughs) And they immediately... They're gone immediately. And that's probably one of my favorite parts of the art is seeing Leroy. He's on top of this display, just kicking (laughs) wreaths.
1: Yeah. I mean, immediately they get into so much mischief, um, like playing with the displays. There's a giant Christmas tree in the mall that they decide to climb. They play in the fountain. It's a hot mess. It's a hot mess.
0: So the kids end up at Santa's workshop. You know, you gotta see Santa if you're at the mall. Did you do that, Brandon? You would see Santa as a kid. I don't think so. Wow. <laughs> I'm beginning to think Brandon did nothing as a child. He just sat and looked at a wall.
1: <laughs> I uh, like
0: use your imagination.
1: I've always been a huge Christmas head, um, but I don't remember ever believing in Santa Claus as a kid. I just always knew that it was my parents were buying stuff.
0: What? Yeah, I never the magic did. Magic of Christmas.
1: No, I, you know, I I love Santa as the fictional character of Santa. The look that Josh is giving me right now uh, could kill. I'm crying. <laughs> did you believe in Santa?
0: Yeah. Okay. You know, most kids do,
1: Brandon. I, I'm, not, I'm are, not denying it.
0: That are you know celebrate the holiday. I know not every kid does, but yeah, this is unfortunate, man.
1: I, I I mean you know it did not diminish my love for the holiday at all. Okay, sure. <laughs> what if kids are listening? <laughs> well, you're the one who spoiled Santa. What? I'm gonna have to. I'm editing in Santa
0: spoiler. Um. Yeah. I'm. I'm really. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Listen. Are there
1: any other kids out there who celebrated Christmas but never believed in Santa? Send your letters to us.
0: <laughs> Address them to the North Pole. They'll get to us.
1: Norad is lying to you. Is all I'm saying.
0: So both Supad and Leroy, they pretend to be little angels when they see Santa. And, you know,
1: of course. Of course they do. They want to get those presents. I'm just glad that I was born before the Elf on the Shelf phenomenon.
0: Yeah. Well, you wouldn't have believed in it. So. Wow. wow. <laughs> There's a whole magic thing to that, too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of replacing Santa Claus, though. You know, it's kind of usurping his authority, I think. I mean, I know that it's supposed to work for Santa, but wasn't Santa enough? <laughs> no, you have no response to this.
0: No, no, I'm just. Uh, my brain is
1: just. You're still processing that I never believed. Yeah, in Santa. I'm.
0: St- I'm shocked. <laughs> I'm in shock right now.
1: I mean, we, as a family, we always put our tree. We always put our tree up early. We always, uh, you know, uh, uh, put the tr- uh, presents under the tree early, like weeks before Christmas. I still do that. I, I could never do the whole, like, the tree is just empty before Christmas Eve. What? No. No,
0: you put the presents under it. It's wrapped. You put them under the tree. That's from your family. The presents go, from your family go under the tree.
1: Okay, so you're saying that in your house.
0: There's presents under there, The presents
1: under the tree before Christmas Eve. That's So, your so family. what does Santa bring? More presents. So Santa is just a supplement to you. <laughs>
0: You're doing Santa wrong. do not try to tell me I'm doing Santa <laughs> wrong. Your family messed you up, man
1: so so hold on so how did the, so why do your how did your parents decide which presents would say that it was from them and which they would you know blame on Santa? You're acting like
0: mine is the not the norm. <laughs> Yours is the weird one, okay you're you. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't ask them <laughs> because I believed in Santa.
1: <laughs> Listen, I, I loved Luke Skywalker as a kid, and uh, I didn't need to believe, him to believe him to be real to love him. Okay, so the next story <laughs> <laughs>
0: is Betty and Veronica and all wrapped up. And I, me and Brandon were saying we think we maybe probably – I think we talked about this one last year a little bit. But it's a fun Veronica-focused story. By uh, Dan Perrin on Storing Pencils, of course. And she's run her credit card bill up. And finally, Hiram Lodge is like, we got to do something about this. <laughs> you got to get a job. <laughs> we do get the uh, reappearance of Jingles and uh, Sugar Plum. But we also get Noel makes a reappearance, for, like we talked about her last week. Oh, yeah. And we come to find out Veronica's terrible wrapping gifts. Surprise. <laughs>
1: I love that apparently Lodge also just happens to own an apartment store. Um, sure. So that's that's how she gets the job. He owns everything, which is it's always funny every time we learn something new that he owns.
0: His guy has money and you know, a lot of different pockets, you know.
1: <laughs> I love that uh Betty also comes to help out Veronica. And immediately gets sick. <laughs> immediately, yeah, immediately gets sick. I mean, you know, would you do my job for me, but I keep the money? I don't know. Hmm, you're
0: right. You're right. <laughs> Veronica and Betty probably needs money more than Veronica. Yeah. So this one, I feel like uh, it has a really good ending where Veronica, as she's known to do, she kind of you know makes it work for her, right? (laughs) (laughs) She finds a way, and I I do like that. That's a skill Veronica has, where she'll make the best out of any situation for her. Yeah. And we get a great look on Hiram Lodge's face in the last
1: panel. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, she's. I mean, she's she's an entrepreneur, Veronica. So we've got Christmas spirit spat next uh, uh, story. And this one, like the others, uh, includes Sugar Plum and Jingles. And uh, are they are they elves or are they imps? Or are they fairies? They have, like, Sugar Plum is a fairy, right? Jingles is just an elf. Just. But they're the same size. Wow.
0: Just an elf. <laughs> I think Jingles can change all sorts of sizes. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I, I dig it. Because he talks about, you know, working for the big guy and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, uh, this story is fun, too. This one is, um, it's really all about Christmas spirit. They, uh, the, the big man, they, they feel like Riverdale is lacking in, in that Christmas spirit this year, which, you know, I don't know about that. Riverdale seems to always have great Christmas spirit.
0: Not this year, apparently. <laughs>
1: And so, um, so they are uh, Jingles and and uh, Sugar Home are working to increase the Christmas spirit. And the way they decide to do this is by pitting Riverdale teens against one another to see who can generate the most Christmas spirit.
0: It's like uh, what's that Christmas movie where the the neighbors are you know competing against each other for the lights? It's not Christmas with the cranks. Is oh it?
1: no! Is it? It's like the Matthew Broderick and Danny DeVito. I think <sighs> I'm not sure. Deck the halls? I
0: don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I bet there's a big competition. Mm. I was kind of wondering, you know, with decorations, um, I'm assuming no for you, but I was like, <laughs> if, if you if you had a house with a yard, I mean, Brandon, would you uh, have these big inflatables?
1: Oh, my gosh. I I can't wait for the day when I become like uh, a boring, boring suburbanite so that I can just go all out with Christmas decorations. Make
0: up for your childhood? Listen,
1: <laughs> we had a giant tree. We had wonderful decorations. My mother's a baker. Uh, we, we did Christmas well, sir.
0: Okay, sure. <laughs> we
1: kept Christmas on our hearts and we kept it well. <laughs> but no, I, I've always, you know, done apartment living, so I've never experienced the joy of, uh, being on a ladder and stapling lights to a gutter, but yeah. I kind of want to.
0: My dad's really gotten to the projection, Decorations, oh. which I think are fun. Yeah. You know, he's an old man. He should not be he should not be climbing <laughs> on ladders, okay? He can ask me to come help him. But he I think he likes the projection sort of thing. It's kinda of fun. And the flatables are easy, you know. What does he project? Uh he projects Christmas spirit. You know, there's like I, I, have you never seen those projection ones where yeah, it's yeah. like lights and things like yeah, that. Yeah, like like big snowflakes. Sometimes there's a snowman or, yeah. or a snowflake. Yeah. I think right now it's snowflakes, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. I do like that this inflatable gets uh, popped by the statue of Colonel Pickens.
1: <laughs> I love it. Um, I love that statue. I I think it's fun every time it shows up.
0: <laughs> we slowly are learning his history. You know, we had Jughead's time police and then uh-huh. Camp Pickens. <laughs> we're gonna
1: we're going we're gonna be experts. You know, there's a there's a whole subplot in Riverdale involving Colonel Pickens.
0: Oh uh, man, yeah. yeah, I don't even know. <laughs> No one has, so, you know, I keep saying I haven't watched it. There's no one, uh, none of our podcast fans have reached out and been like, Josh, you got to watch it right now, so I'm waiting.
1: Except for me. You're not a fan of the podcast, Oh, so. <laughs> okay. No, I've I, i, I I've still only watched, like, two or three seasons. I need to continue. I would like to. I'm, I'm just waiting, you know? When our fans demand it. Well, <laughs> uh, we also get Noel towards the end of this story, so... Noelle's showing up in a lot of these. Noelle showed up in a few that we talked about last week, too.
0: She's I like her as a character. I think I'm, I'm oh, always yeah. glad when she grow, um, shows up, glows up. <laughs> she <laughs> has this great uh, purple shirt.
1: I love those Christmas tree earrings, too. So in the last story of this issue, we've got Betty and Veronica in Mary Jinxmas. And uh, we've, got, we've got Jinx Malloy in this story. Uh, Jinx Malloy is apparently a kid with very bad luck. But a great jacket, a great jacket, yeah.
0: And uh, like we were talking about a little uh, off podcast, yes, I also was thinking that it was the Jinx that we've come accustomed to, in the and the the you know daughter of Satan.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is not uh, related to Satan, as far as I know. <laughs> but he does. Well, that. we don't know where his bad
0: luck came from. That's true.
1: That's true. Um, but he, yeah, he has terrible bad luck. Uh, car accidents around him um jughead chips a tooth while eating a burger next to him until uh finally one day he's at pops and uh it's i don't know if you know those jingles at first but uh a little character in a christmas hat and a beard and and white wig like gives him a good luck charm essentially gives him a pen and he's like if you just wear the pen you'll have good luck a couple pages later it's revealed that I was jingles in disguise.
0: Yeah, Lola, it uh, definitely looks like Santa for sure.
1: I'm just saying if you're going to wear a disguise that that's not doing it.
0: He's, yeah, I know. Yeah, Jingles, my only disguise is something that's even more
1: obvious. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm going to be uh, I'm going to I'm going to hide in the background by dressing like a little Santa Claus.
0: <laughs> I do like that one of the bad luck scenarios is that jughead bites a
1: burger and he cracks a tooth. What was in that thing? Gosh, I don't know. Was it maybe too well done? <gasps> Pop, never. The pickles were too thick? Pop. Dude, you got to worry about thick pickles. Thick pickles? <laughs> They'll get I, you.
0: Well, don't worry. I don't eat those in my burgers. You don't have a in your burger?
1: No. Wow. We're learning a lot about each other this episode. Yeah, I
0: know. <laughs> Brandon eating his Christmas pickles. <laughs> okay. While he talks right, about on. Santa's not real. <laughs> hold
1: on. <laughs> okay. Uh, you don't even realize what you set me up for right now. Okay, you don't even realize what you're about to unleash. Can I tell you about a... Christmas pickle? Can I tell you about my family's Christmas tradition that we still do?
0: Sure, yeah. I mean, I don't know what else tradition you had besides (laughs) being like, don't you hate Santa? Oh, my God. I love Santa.
1: Okay, every year for Christmas, ever since I was a child, my mother hides a toy pickle in the tree. (laughs) And... When I was a kid, all the kids who were over—usually me and my brother, and you know maybe a cousin or two—okay. Well, she would then say, "Okay, everybody, circle around the tree and try to find the pickle."
0: The Christmas pickle. The Christmas
1: pickle. And whichever kid found the pickle,
0: Christmas pickle song. uh,
1: There was no song. Whoever kid found the pickle first, because you know it's hard to find. It's green. The tree's green. You have to reach your hand in the tree. Whoever found the pickle first got five dollars. It got to keep the pickle.
0: You know. Brandon, I you know, yeah. my heart, it aches for you. There's a
1: pick there's a pickle ornament on my tree right now.
0: There's one I hide. He has a white pickle in his white Christmas tree. <laughs> well, so pickles you know, are a big part
1: uh, of my Christmas heritage, Josh. And I'm proud of it. I'm proud of my heritage.
0: <laughs> it's reminded me um of that Righteous Gemstone song. have you seen that? I haven't watched the show. I yet. was probably this is one of the guys sings a song where he's like gets in trouble for running around the house with a pickle in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> wow we're learning so much
1: yeah i'm gonna okay this year you're gonna come over and you and i are gonna look for the pickle whichever one wins candace is gonna give us five dollars
0: <laughs> i'm about it
1: you'll be converted well here comes pop with the check <laughs> oh it's a, it's in the shape of a christmas tree i thought you're gonna say it's in the shape of a christmas pickle <laughs> okay, i just want to i just want to make a point here before we go before we end this that you can search on amazon for pickle ornaments because this is a thing this was not isolated to my family <laughs> this is an established tradition
0: all right uh fans we're gonna put out a a, a poll how many of you went pickle hunting on christmas day (laughs) yeah
1: christmas pickle with no presents under your tree oh my gosh that was you (laughs) no i'm telling we did have presents is what i'm saying okay you only got half your presents (laughs) until until a fictional character showed up your family is wild man (laughs) Also, another I know. I, should I say all my family traditions? My family tradition is also breakfast on Christmas Eve. Did you do that?
0: Yes. Finally, we agree. Okay, there something. you go. We do now actually more okay. so than when I was. A kid. I wonder if that's
1: a regional thing.
0: Maybe Virginia regional Christmas <laughs>
1: Eve breakfast. Christmas Eve breakfast.
0: Well, thank you all for listening. Uh, we're looking
1: forward to next week where we can talk about Sabrina, the holidays. Sp- special. I'm excited. We just recently covered uh, those two volumes in a book club, and this is continuing that story.
0: If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to leave a review and subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can check us out on social media at Archie and Me Pod or Archie and Me Podcast. We'd love to hear from you. We got some big plans for January. and We'd love to, you know, see what you all want us to cover. Thanks for listening. Bye. I'm no Betty or Veronica, not even Jughead Don't you call me a Reggie, I'd rather be caught dead Just two friends who don't know who they wanna be Let's see them figure it out more. Archie and me